Podcasting live from better. This is the Playbook Podcast providing you with tips, hacks, and game plans to take your business further, faster. Hear from top leaders in our growing community and gain mind-blowing inspiration and tools to optimize your business, drive growth, and promote pursuing better. Thank you for tuning in. This is the Playbook Podcast. Keep proving it every single day. We're going to dive into this right straight up. Uh, I got three components of what's going to help, uh, three things to look for when you're uh, looking to, to, to try to find out who's going to build this. Everybody always wants to know. It's a question I get asked all the time. You know, how do you know who's going to do this? First of all, you don't right away because everybody does lots of this, but not as many people do lots of this. In other words, they talk, but they may or may not do. And... Um, Brian Edward sat me down. I think Dustin Schaefer might have been in the room, and he's like, let me give you the three things that to look out for as a prospector, so to speak. Three things to look out for uh, when you're interviewing people, meeting people, doing three-way calls with people, getting them started in the product of the business. Things that will identify leaders to you, winners to you, potential rank sixes, sevens, eights, nines, and tens to you. So number one question people ask, how do I get started? And then how do I find out who's going to do this? How do I, you know, sort of, uh, how do I, almost like a litmus test. I'm going to give you some litmus tests. You know what a litmus test is? Remember biology 101? A litmus test, like you stick the little piece of paper, like you're testing the pH of your pool, a litmus test. What are some ways that you can find out if somebody is serious about this? I'm going to tell you what the three things are that Brian shared with me. The first of which, and I would write these down if I were you, the first of which was uh, burning desire. Does somebody have burning desire? This, and I'll unpack these over the next 20 minutes. The second of which is influence. Second, number two, influence. Number three, leadable, teachable, coachable. That's the third thing, leadable, teachable, coachable. Is the person that you're dealing with, that you're talking to, that you just brought on as a promoter or that you just got samples to as a customer, are they somebody that has burning desire in their belly? Like, do they want to win? Do they have something inside of them that that tells them they can be a winner? They can be successful. They can accomplish lots of cool things. They can be uh, a person of importance. Second thing is, do they do they have influence? Do they have relationships with people? Do they have people that follow them, like them, trust them, believe in them, listen to them, seek counsel from them. Frankly, do they have a lot of friends? If they have a party, do people show up? If their car broke down, would they have 10 friends lined up to help them? Or would they be calling AAA because they don't have any friends? And then the third thing again is leadable, teachable, coachable. Do they listen? Do they know how to take counsel? Do they know how to take coaching? Are they open-minded to feedback? Are they... Uh, are they the type of person that says, hey, I would like to do it my way because I have wisdom in this area or I have experience in this area. Or are they kind of like the quintessential man, you know, like the, um, you know, they kind of make fun of men uh, over the years for not stopping and asking for directions. Well, I'm not that guy. I go to Home Depot and I go ask a person, hey, I'm here for I'm here for whatever I'm there for. Black and yellow uh, storage bins. First thing I ask a guy in the parking lot, where do I go? Guy's like, well, the front door is over there. Find the guy at the front door. Hey, where's the black and yellow uh, uh, storage bins? Aisle seven. Okay, cool. Where's aisle seven? Right there, aisle seven. All right, where's the person here? I don't mind asking for directions. I don't mind asking for help. But for many people, 
they look at asking for help or support or counsel or wisdom as a sign of weakness. I'm here to tell you that's not. Teamwork here is a strength. Doing it alone and by yourself is a weakness. So one of the big, um, you know, one of the big three, I would say, beyond ambition, influence is leadable, teachable, coachable. Do they count? Do they take counsel? First and foremost, are they are they asking for counsel? Are they um, seeking counsel out? Are they looking for it? Are they um, when they get started? Do they ask you? Here's do they tell you? Here's what I'm gonna do. Or do they ask you, what should I do? Does that make sense? So let's unpack all three of those. But before we do, let me ask you a couple questions. How would you like to know within a few hours or a few days, who's going to do this? Does that make sense? Or how many of you got somebody on your team two months, three months, four months, six months in, and you're still not sure if they want to do it? When I say do it, I mean build it. I mean fly through ranks one through three, four, five, six, and on into the pro champ ranks. I love everybody. Support everybody. Commit to the people that are committed to this and committed to you. Uh, if the goal, if if my goal on the Zoom is to give you some give you some awarenesses and raise your raz and also give you some practical tips of what do you actually do to try to determine if something's gold or if something is dirt. And when I say something, I mean the person you just enrolled. So I don't, <laughs> I don't mean it in a bad way. But if you're a prospector and you're prospecting gold. Um, uh, if you're prospecting gold, you don't know what's dirt. You don't know what's gold. You don't know what is rock. You don't know what is gold. You don't know what is dirt. You don't know what's a diamond. Uh, you don't know who is, wants to make excuses, cry, whine, and complain about everything and still not do anything. And who wants to really build a business and change their family's life for the rest of their life. So as you get started here, Working as a team is a big deal. Getting counsel and wisdom from people who have already done it is a big deal. And asking whoever got you started, if you're brand new, here's what I want you to do. Ask the person who got you started, say, who who can help me win here? Ask who their millionaire mentor is. Who's mentoring you to make a million dollars a year? And then find until, ask until you get the person. Until the person whose team you're on can teach you and show you how to go, how to run rank six and how to run the pro champ rank seven and up. The person that brought you in might have been in five days before you. They may or may not know. Chances are they probably don't. But find out whose team you're on that can really coach you and mentor you on launching your business. So what's unique, it, what's unique about what we do is ketones don't care what color you are, what your gender is, where you live, what side of the eight mile tracks you grow up on, the this side or this side, doesn't matter. Our product doesn't care what your size is, your shape is, our business commission engine doesn't care where you live. It doesn't care what your IQ is. It doesn't care anything. It really doesn't. The, compute, the, the, the website, anybody can buy ketones. When they come in the mail, they can drink them and they can get into they can get into ketosis just from drinking it. You can have your whole life changed. From a business perspective, you could go build an amazing business here and the commission engine will pay commissions based on what the team does, based on what transactions and business happens, regardless of who you are, what you believe, what values you hold, where you live, what your background was, whether you went to Yale or whether you went to jail, it doesn't really matter. So if that's true, you get to go build your community and you get to go build your business on your terms with the kind of people that you want to get. It's up to you. Do what you want. Because that's true, 
there's a few things that are usually pretty consistent across people who hit pretty high ranks inside of Prove It. People that are able to build great influence inside of Prove It. People that are able to build a great income inside of Prove It. People that have big impact in the communities inside of Prove It. So, you know, as you get started in this, kind of define what success is to you. Success is an interesting sort of, you know, people say, oh, he makes a lot of money or she makes a lot of money. Well, that's a relative term. You know, I would consider myself fast when I race against my kids, I'm fast. When I race against Francisco Calero, who's a runner, I'm not that fast. Does that make sense? I make pretty good money, not compared to my neighbor necessarily. <laughs> my old neighbors where I used to live, sure. Current ones, not so much. So define what success is to you. And as you get started in this, you have two goals, enroll promoters, enroll customers, enroll promoters, enroll customers. As you enroll promoters, the goal is to teach them and train them and launch them quick how to get promoters and how to get customers. That's the business. How do you get customers to get more customers? How do you get promoters to get promoters and customers? The goal is to, as quickly as you can, identify, and some people won't reveal themselves to you for a little while, so it's not a perfect, perfect plan, but... If, if the goal here is growth, if the goal here is to launch markets, if the goal here is to launch teams, launch cities, launch communities, build a, a huge ripple around your city, state, country, and around the world eventually, if that's the goal, and the goal is to build an amazing residual income off of all of the customers that your team is able to build, that doesn't mean sit on your ass at home and do nothing income. That's not what residual means. Residual means they bought this July, next July you get paid, and every month in between, that's residual. It doesn't mean do nothing, by the way. But if that's the goal, to build a really fantastic, uh, you know, local, national, or international business with customers all over the place, then it's going to take leadership. It's going to take people winning. It's going to take people being successful. It's going to take people taking a big swing at this and saying, hey, I want to be a part of this in a big way. Well, how do you find those people? Where do you find those people? I have one uh, thought as we dig into the to the chunk. Um, you know, as you start uncovering what people's whys are and what they want, they'll reveal to you what they believe about themselves, what they believe about the world, what they believe about ketones, about our business, about community-based marketing, about our team, about our company, and you'll start identifying qualities and you'll start identifying leadership qualities. You'll start identifying, I'll call them ownership qualities, people that take ownership of everything, their life, their business, their team, their family, their income, their weight. They'll take ownership of everything. You'll start seeing qualities in people and you're like, oh gosh, I love that. You'll also have other qualities that reveal themselves to you in people that aren't that awesome. They blame, they shame, they justify, they don't take ownership for anything and everything's somebody else's fault. And, you know, they may or may not have EQ or AQ, which means they can stay focused. They can stay 70 degrees. They don't get too hot. They don't get too cold. You'll start learning personalities and people in relationships. The longer that you build this, if you're new, today will be valuable from an awareness perspective. And in the next couple, two, three months and years, you'll get good at this. But I could tell you, as you're meeting people and you're looking to bring people into your business, don't misunderstand, you're in the recruiting business. You're Nick Saban at the University of Alabama and you're the head recruiter of every player that's ever going to come onto that team. If they're going to win a national championship, it's going to be because you went out to the high schools 
and recruited the players. That's you and your prove-it business. You know, I guess I should have asked in the beginning if it was okay to have a business conversation with you. Today's not going to be about the product at all. It's going to be about building a business. And as we go out and, and business develop, biz dev, if they called that, you know, market expansion, you know, expanding the community, expanding your footprint, growing your ripple, it's going to be by attracting quality people, attracting people that want to win, attracting that want better, uh, you know, better in their life, whatever that looks like to them and success in their life, whatever that looks like to them. And I can tell you, as I go down the five years that, that I've done this uh, with all the other, you know, uh, big achievers and leaders of the company, you can look at the different teams that have, have grown and exploded and built and sustained. And the people on those teams have three things in common I mentioned at the beginning. I'll unpack them one by one. And then I'll also teach you how to identify whether somebody has these three things, whether they possess these three things. Are you ready for the three things? The first thing is ambition. So you can ask yourself, just personally sort of rate yourself, are you ambitious? Do you have a burning desire in your belly? When you can go fishing or go bowling or go run around town and goof off or or like crush your goals, which do you choose? Or generally, are you an ambitious person? Do you have a burning desire in your belly? What is the burning desire in your belly for? So one of the ways that you can find out if somebody has burning desire is first of all, recognize it inside of you. What does your burning desire look like? How would someone know that you have burning desire. What does burning desire even look like? What does it sound like? What does burning desire do? Uh, I'll give you a couple of them because we're not gonna be on here all morning. This one topic could be a couple of hour training. But burning desire looks like somebody who shows up. You could write that down, shows up. Somebody who has burning desire shows up. Another quality of somebody that has burning desire is they're available. They don't quit. Availability is greater than ability. Some of you are so worried about creating skills that the skill of just not quitting isn't as high on your priority list. Availability and the ability to stick around. You could write down don't quit or you can just write down stickability. You can write down staying power. You can create stickability. Make a decision that you're going to stick this out. I went to Ohio State for four years. When I got out of school, I had a $50,000 school debt. After four years, I was in $50,000 in debt. How long have you been in Prove It? And do you have 50 grand in Prove It debt? No, I don't think you do. <laughs> how much did you get paid to go to, to go to university education to learn how to get a job? None. You made nothing. They charged you. We don't charge you. There's no fee here. Does that make sense? There's a promoter fee and then that's it. And then the only other dollars you spend are on product. There's no other fees. You don't pay for anything. Especially during pandemic, we haven't had any live events. There's a small fee for live events. But in university, you pay for a curriculum. Here, nobody's paying for this Zoom. So when I went to Ohio State, I spent four years. It was literally ten dollars or $12,000 a year in debt to get a degree that when I got out of university, I moved to California, got a job at a restaurant. Half the people, probably 80% of the people in the restaurant had college degrees too. Didn't get us anything. What'd you pay for? Not sure. So the thing that's been so fun about our business is you can find out what someone's burning desire level is based on how long they will commit to the thing. Does that make sense? If you're, if you have real big desire for physical fitness, but yet after a week you're out at the gym, 
Well, then your desire for physically for physical fitness wasn't that good. What's your desire to hit champ six here? Is it like it would be cool? I can tell you right now, it would be cool if I had six-pack abs. My commitment to it isn't what it could be. Frankly, it's not what it should be. And it's not even what it's been in different times in my life. Part of that is burning desire. Do you have burning desire? When you meet somebody, there's indicators that show you they have burning desire. Here's the litmus test. When you when you book a Zoom, let's say, let's say uh, you just joined my team and I just got you started. We met on an airplane and we met in an Uber. You just came in as a promoter and I'm launching your business. Dustin Schaefer does this super good. He launches somebody's business. He says, okay, tomorrow at seven o'clock, get at least two people, no more than five on a guest call with me. And you and I can ping pong back and forth a little bit about your story, my story, the product, how it works, how to get it for free and how to make some money sharing it. The next day, uh, later that day, the guy's like, hey, I don't think tomorrow's going to work. I have a thing. I... You know, baseball's back on, the Padres are playing, My, you know, we're going to watch it at the house. And so Dustin has to make a mental note, his burning desires in question. If Dustin says, hey, when, when in the next day or two, what time works to get on a Zoom and uh, launch your business? And he says, well, this week's tough. You know, we, we, you know we, we're doing this and we're moving and, and then they give you tons of excuses. And he says, how about the beginning of August? You got to question their burning desire. Someone's burning desire. Think of a metal detector. Can you picture some kind of geeky looking dude at the beach with a metal detector on and a fanny pack and big glasses and zzz, and he's metal detectoring the beach looking to see who, who lost jewelry? Think of your metal detector for winners going off when they do things that winners do. When they do things that people that make excuses do. That metal detector should be going off. Mine does. Every conversation I'm ever in, my metal detector, my winner metal detector or whiner metal detector are going off. One of them is going off. And if they cancel your first meeting, they may or may not have burning desire. If they set a meeting with you and they say, hey, I'd like to get this launch. Can we do the call tonight? Their burning desire metal detector to you is going bang, 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 bang. So... What they do in the beginning, not what they say, but what they do in the first couple of hours and first couple of days, not weeks and months, days, hours and days. We have a new girl here, Veronica, that uh, we have a masseuse named Perla. Uh, Keisha sponsored her a week ago. Perla got her cousin Veronica to come over and she put us in a text chat. I said, hey, why don't you just come over? That was a test. That was a test to see if she had burning desire. Come over. She's like, okay, can I come over today? I said, yeah, come over right now. We're here now. And she goes, okay, I could be there in 20 minutes. To me, that was a test that she succeeded and had burning desire. She showed up literally 20 minutes later. And she was here for 40, 45 minutes, drank a sample. We gave her some basics of what it was. Um, burning desire acts quickly. You can write that down. Burning desire acts quickly. Burning desire does not wait. Now, I'll move on to influence in just a second, but burning desire is just about do they want to win? Doesn't mean they know anybody. Doesn't mean they have any influence. Doesn't mean they have any skills. It just means they want to win. You know, Rudy Rudiger from the movie Rudy had a lot of burning desire. The guy was built like this. He was built like Chunk from the Goonies and didn't have any skills, but he just wanted to win. 
His grit and determination and burning desire was everything. If you have somebody with grit, determination, and burning desire, if I had to choose any of the three, if they only had one, that's the one I would choose because we can kind of teach the rest. We could teach you how to build influence. If you watch the, the training modules in this group on how to use social media as a resource, we can teach you how to build influence. I don't know how to teach you how to be hungry. You either have it or you don't. You're either fired up and hungry and want to change your life or you don't. You could be around people in proximity as power in their inf or their burning desire gets you excited. I think that's true. But look, I think you either have winners or whiners. And we're sort of in the business of sorting them in and sorting them out. Who wants to do it and who wants to whine? You know, who's looking for a real solution to build their, their, their life, like to completely change and metamorphose their life? So I like to call it a ping pong match. You're just hitting a ping pong ball to somebody. Hey, who do you have that we can get on the phone with in the next hour that you think would watch the video and try a sample? It's a ping pong match. If you've ever played ping pong, hit a ping pong ball to the other side of the table and see if they hit it back. If you say, hey, get me on the phone with two or three people today that want to try a sample, watch the video and learn how to make some money. And they say, hey, no one's around. That might be a no influence challenge. That might be a no burning desire challenge. So you can kind of isolate which it's which. Or it might be a they're not leadable, teachable, coachable. Look, one of two things is happening when you get started in your business. People are either not getting after it, they're not working, they're not engaged, and they're just not doing anything. Or they're doing it wrong. They're not being leadable, they're not being teachable, they're not being coachable. Or they just don't have any influence. Those are really the only options. Because if they have burning desire, they have influence, and they're following your directions, it'll work. People will sign up. They'll hit GoPro, Go MVP. If they don't have burning desire, so they reach out to one person a day, may or may not work, it's probably not. Their desire just isn't there. If they reach out to 10 people a day, 20 people a day, 30 people a day, but they have zero influence, it's going to be one out of 100 that respond. If they have influence and burning desire, but they're not leadable, teachable, coachable, so when you give them a post to post on social media and they don't do it, but they do their thing, that may or may not work. They might have a lot of burning desire to get across the minefield, but if they don't follow the directions that you laid out after you've already been successful and crossed over all the mines, all the landmines, they're trying to navigate their own minefield without help. Look, I don't know how to help you do the business that way because that's not how we did it. This is how we did it. Now, I don't think it's a dictatorship where you tell everybody what they have to do. Nobody wants another boss, but you can certainly shepherd them through the process. So I'll recap the three again, and I know I'm bouncing around a little bit because they're all kind of intertwined. Burning desire, influence, leadable, teachable, coachable. When you have somebody that has burning desire, they show up. When you say, hey, when should we get together? They don't say next week. They say today. They say, what are you doing in 10 minutes? I can step out of a meeting and we can do the call now. This Veronica girl literally drove over our house 20 minutes after we met on a text. And while we were there, she said, okay, tell me what to do. She goes, I'm really successful in my regular business. She has a sign company, big, huge neon signs and stuff. And uh, she goes, I'm successful in that. I know how to do that, but I don't know how to do this, but I do know a lot of people. And I said, okay, well, here's what we do. And we gave her specific action steps on how to launch her business, how to get started in her business. So she showed me she had burning desire because she showed up immediately I hit a ping pong ball to her by saying, hey, come over. She hit it back by showing up 20 minutes later. <laughs> it 
if she would have flaked and not shown up and said, hey, sorry, something came up. Let's hook up next week. If I'm her coach and I'm determining whether she's going to be on the starting roster for our t for our game this Friday, or I guess next Friday, today, Saturday, then I'm looking and evaluating everything that happens from a coach's perspective, almost like an investor's perspective in investing in a house or investing in a stock. You're investing in what it does, not what it says. And what somebody does is so more valuable, so much more powerful than what they say that they're going to do. And as they, it, when Veronica showed up 20 minutes later, I was so happy that she came. I'm like, oh, she's loaded with ambition. She's loaded with a burning desire in her tummy to do something. Let's find out if she has any influence. Let me ask you guys this question. How do you find out if someone has influence? How would you know if someone has influence? One of the ways that you could that you could determine is look at their social media. Today's world is a weird world. It's a different world. TikTok didn't even exist, I don't know, however long ago, a year ago. It might not exist this year, this time next year. I don't know. But it's blowing up. A lot of people on TikTok, right? A lot of people on LinkedIn. A lot of people on YouTube and Instagram and WhatsApp. Apparently, people are on Twitter still. Uh, I've never been a Twitter person. I've ne never understood it. But uh, Instagram and Facebook and everything else. You can look at someone's profile and determine if they have social influence. What else would determine if somebody has influence? Does that make sense? I have a friend who's a chiropractor who doesn't even have a Facebook or Instagram. Does he have influence? Yes, he does. He doesn't have social media influence. He has in real life influence with patients for 20 years. So when you're evaluating if somebody has influence or not, they might have all the burning desire in the world, but they have no influence then you've got to say, look, in the next couple, two, three years, let's build you influence. Figure out what area of that they're going to focus on. Maybe they like social media. They're going to learn how to become a, an influencer on social media. Watch the content in the group. It's tons of it in there. Maybe they're, they love doing things in, in real life, like offline. Maybe they love going to events. Maybe they like booths and tables and things like that. They can watch the modules and the trainings on that. They can learn how to build influence. If they have burned desire and influence, like Veronica has turned out to have, she put a post up at our house. The ping pong ball I hit to her was come over. She came. The next ping pong ball I hit to her is let's get your first post up and tell people why you like this and create curiosity. Write that word down. Create curiosity. The Facebook post we coached her to post was about creating curiosity. Uh, the creating curiosity part to this is just to get people to say, hey, what is it? How does it work? What is it? Tell me more. So she puts her first Facebook post up, 45 comments. So now we know she has ambition. Now we know she has influence. There's like 50 or 80 uh, likes in 35 or 45 comments. That was yesterday. Might have even been two days ago. So then in the middle of all of that, we're texting back and forth because we're connected and she says, hey, coach, how am I doing? What's the next step? And we said, we need to get connected to all of those 40 people that just said, tell me more, tell me more, tell me more, tell me more. First step, and then we walked her through what to do. As an example, she had influence, burning desire, and has been leadable, teachable, coachable. Does that make sense, you guys? She has been all three things. So in two days, her first two days, she came to our house. Now, she was local and it worked. And we social distanced. She had a mask when she got here. She came to the house. 
she um, got her first Facebook post up. She got a bunch of people to respond to it. And later that night, we set up an 8 p.m. because we live here in California, an 8 p.m. Uh, guest Zoom. She had 12 people on her first guest Zoom. Do you know what that tells me? She has ambition, influence, burning desire, all of it. Leadable, teachable, coachable, all of it. We got on the Zoom and she says, okay, Rutherford, here's who's on. Here's what they know so far. As soon as I left your house, because she took some samples from her house, she went and delivered all of them. She didn't wait. She took samples to every single one of those people. She has 20 people on samples in her first day. She physically drove them to their house. That's what influence looks like. She has enough people to take them to. That's what burning desire looks like. She took them. She didn't say, hey, come by this weekend. One of my favorite sayings I heard a long time ago is casual people become casual tees. That doesn't mean they die. It just means they fade away. Casual golfers, like they don't play forever. They quit eventually because they never get good enough to enjoy it. Does that make sense? They dabble all the time and it becomes a stress for them instead of fun for them. I'm casual in certain things in my life. I'm very not casual at this. I'm very committed to this and very focused at this. So when you're enrolling people, by the way, this is customers. It's not just promoters. How do you know if your customer has ambition? Don't you want your customer to have influence too? Yeah. If they have influence, they can get theirs for free forever. If they'll follow instructions and be leadable, teachable, coachable, then they will, they will be in a better position to have a better experience on the product. So whenever you're getting somebody going as a customer or promoter, keep these three things in the back of your head. Is this person have burning desire? Do they want to lose the 50 pounds they say that they want to lose? How do you know if they do? If they say, I'm going to start the ketones August 1st, they don't. Or at least you got to be concerned, be, be cautious of it. How much, how much burning desire do they really have to get healthy or to get wealthy or to get whatever topic it is that you're talking to them about? How much influence do they have? And how leadable, teachable, coachable are they? All of those are litmus tests. If you coach them on a social media post and they don't post it, but five days later they put up a post of their random own choosing, that's fine. They can do whatever they want. We're all as a volunteer army. It just shows you that if they were more ambitious, they would have done it now. They wouldn't have waited. And look, when somebody's new at this, it's about giving people directive, giving people specific instruction of what to do to be successful. It's not about just waiting for people to say, hey, what do I do? Most times they're not going to ask that. It's not about being pushy or salesy to people. If you don't tell them what to do, we're leaving them out to dry. We're hanging them out to dry. But if we leave people out to dry, they have no idea what to do. So as you're, as you're getting to know somebody, as you're finding out their goals, as you're finding out their ambitions – you can be determining whether they have ambition, whether they have burning desire, whether they have influence, whether they know friends. If you have somebody in your business right now that it, it, it they would say that it's not working for them, for instance. Uh, first of all, not working for me is relative, right? Um, if, if they're not growing as fast as they think that they should or they want to, or frankly, as fast as you think that they should be growing, you can ask them a couple questions and say, hey, let's kind of dissect this. So what would you say your burning desire in this is? How many hours a day are you doing this? Like, 
my physical physique is the way that it is not not because of not because of my um uh what do you call it my um form at the gym it's because of my attendance at the gym so if you have somebody that's in your business they've been in a day a week or a month and they haven't hit gopro they haven't hit mvp yet they got a couple signups but they would consider themselves to be struggling or maybe not doing as good as they maybe thought they could my form is not my problem at the gym. My attendance is. So you got to sort of identify if you have a new promoter, what is their form in the business or what is their attendance in the business? If they had to clock in and clock out of their prove it business, how many hours a week did they put into their business? I don't know. Ask them. Ask them. You can't just assume people are loving what they're getting or not loving what they're not getting. Let's lead them. Does that make sense? Let's lead people and ask them, hey, well, on a scale of one to 10, how much effort have you put into this? Just so I can get an idea. I have a buddy of mine whose team is kind of small and he's been doing this for a while. And I just asked him, I said, do you think it's because you don't know how to do it or you're doing it wrong or you're just not doing it at all? And I said, and I, don't take that the wrong way. I, it's a tough question to ask. It's a direct question to ask. But I said, if we were, in, if this were the gym, would you say your attendance has been a nine out of ten, but your form is maybe a one out of ten? In other words, you're in the gym all the time, but you just don't know how to work out, or you were, you know how to work out, you just don't ever come. Which is it? Because I'm going to be hard pressed to find somebody who is leadable, teachable, coachable, has influence, and burning desire, and they show up for their business every single day, and they're fully engaged. And in 90 days, they don't have a business. Now, there's some of that that might happen for other circumstances and stuff. And I would encourage you to stay focused and stay on it and stay consistent. But does that make sense? Like what's what's the missing link, so to speak? Sometimes the only missing link is here. We're here instead of here. If you're doing all the things, be honest with yourself. Are you showing up from a from like a checking in perspective, like from an attendance perspective try to dissect it with somebody where are they at is it their form is it how they do our business is it the fact that they're not connected to why they're doing our business are they going through the motions i could go to the gym spend two hours and never lift a weight if they have a eucalyptus steam room does that make sense so like find out what someone's goals are what their why is and then connect as they're getting started, give them instruction on what to do. If you're brand new in this, your career here, especially in the beginning for quite a while, is to create curiosity, get samples in people's mouths, get their eyeballs on our videos, and connect them to the team that you're on so somebody with more wisdom and experience can be a validator for your friend's questions. Does that make sense? It's called ACE. Attract, connect, experience, and enroll. Attract people through posts, messages, calls, whatever. Connect them to tools, resources, and people. This Zoom is one of them. And then get them samples, get product in their hands. Get them on a Zoom with someone who can answer their questions and get them going. That's kind of all that we do. So then inside of that, these little litmus tests, the like how do you know if something's dirt or if it's gold if you can't see it? Well, the texture of it, it, it touches and feels different. I almost said it touches different. It feels different. It smells different. It looks different. It has a different texture to it. It has a different color. It has a different shape. It has a different everything. 
Well, so do winners and whiners. On the surface, they look the same. They look like human beings with two ears, two eyes, a mouth, hands. Like they, like we all look the same. Nobody has a tattoo on their forehead that says, I'm a winner, talk to me. I just assume everybody does. Art Williams says they've never developed a test to determine the heart of a man or a woman by looking at them. So you don't know who wants to change their life. You don't know who's a winner and who's a whiner. And hopefully that's okay to say. I'm just kind of being a butthead this morning. But what I mean by that is you can give people tests. You can give people micro challenges. You can write that down, micro challenges. Give them a action step to post on Facebook. See if they do it. If you're ever on the phone with me or we're working together, I've been micro challenging you the whole time I met you and you don't even realize it. I might invite you to something, might invite you to a call, might invite you to a Zoom, might invite you to meet me in Utah to go skiing or to go on a boat, might invite you to go to lunch, might invite you to jump on a Zoom, might like they're just micro challenges to see someone's ambition level, someone's influence level, and someone's leadable, teachable, coachable level. The longer that you do this, the more you realize everybody tells you they want to win, everybody tells you they want to get after it. You're just trying to find who's who. Mitch said people are gold, and from time to time, they immerse themselves in the dirt. People get dirty. People get covered in dirt. You just need to dust them off a little bit. That's what we do. That's what leadership is. It's helping somebody realize they are golden and helping them shake loose of all the dirt that they've accumulated over their lifetime. I hope that makes some sense. So what are the takeaways? My first few thoughts on this whole topic are, uh, they're this. You can do this business. You can do it. You can build an amazing business here. You can build a great life for you and your family using ketones as your energy fuel and using the business as what funds it all. You can. I promise you, you can. Of all the different circle of champions, rank sixes and pro champ, rank sevens and higher, they're, like the commonality of them is funny. It's men, it's women, it's loud people, it's quiet people, it's younger people, older people, people from all kinds of countries, probably 20, 30 different countries. But there's a few things that, and there's a few things that we all share in common. We all want to, we all want to, we want to be successful. We want to win. We want to build a ripple. We want to change lives. We want to grow. We want to be better. And that looks like burning desire. It looks like burning desire. Who's the most ambitious person you know? When I say the word ambitious, who comes to your mind? Do you? If I ask 10 of your friends who's the most ambitious person you know, would your name come out of their mouth as one of the most ambitious people they know? I don't know. I don't know. Some people could have a little ambition but a massive influence, and they could still be successful. Some people could have all the ambition in the world and almost no influence but because of pure desire, they can still build a business. The one that's a pretty unique one is leadable, teachable, coachable. You might have 2 million followers on Instagram. And there's a lot of these people, but they care more about their followers than they care about changing lives. Was on a Zoom recently, was supposed to be on a Zoom recently with a, with a mixed martial arts fighter. He canceled the Zoom because he didn't want his following to think he was selling them something just to make a buck. And I said, so is the fear of selling people overcoming your desire to change lives? If it is, I'm sorry. That's not burning desire. He's got influence. He's got a lot of followers. But so far, he's not been leadable, teachable, coachable, and frankly, not that ambitious. 
So they're all tests. Chandini is in LA. She came in under the, one of the teams in Orange in uh in the UK. She lives in Los Angeles. Same thing. Her and I and Dustin are in a text. Where do you live? LA. No way. You should come down. When can you come? Thursday. Done. Does that make sense? She drives to, from Los Angeles two hours to meet me and Dustin. Spends two hours. The next day does a Zoom. Twenty five people on the Zoom. That's called ambition, that's called leadable, teachable, coachable, and that's called influence. Look, I don't know what all of your goals are, but I do know if you can attract people, like put your RAS, and I'll finish with this, put your RAS, your reticulator activator system, RAS, your RAS, your awareness, your, your metal detector. What will set your metal detector off? I want your metal detector, so to speak, to be energy. I want it to be ambition. I want your internal metal detector that's in your head and your heart when you meet someone who has ambition, I want it to go crazy. When you meet somebody that has influence and ambition, I want all the sirens in all of your body to go and just to go crazy. When you meet somebody that has ambition, leadable, teachable, coachable, and burning desire, all of it, does that make sense? When you have all of it, I want... For you to reach out to the people whose team you're on, the people that are shepherding you to rank 10, and say, hey, I got one. Almost like when your son catches his first fish or your daughter catches her first fish, and she's like, mom, 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 I got one, I got one, I got one. From a team effort, that's what I want you to do. Be on the prowl and have your RAS and your awareness up for winners for people who want to win, for people that have burning desire, and people that change their lives, and connect them into your team, connect them into the community, get them plugged in, and then give them that directive of what to do. Post this, and you'll find who has those components, leadable, teachable, coachable. If you don't personally have them, then let's work on them. Let's work on them. But the first step is just to be aware of them. The first step is just to have consciousness to them. Look, many of you have been spending time with people who flat don't want to win. They don't. None of the, like when people show you who they are, believe them. Nothing they do makes me believe or makes you believe that they actually want to make this work. They tell you they do, but they don't do anything. Have that conversation with them and ask them, is it your form or is it your attendance? Does that make sense? Is it how you're doing prove it or how often you're doing prove it? If somebody has 30 to 30 to 60 minutes a day, they can build a business. I promise you they can, but they can't do it if, if when they're at the gym, they're standing around as opposed to working on the machines. Are they working our business? Are they fully engaged in our business or are they kind of dating our business? Are they marrying it or dating it? Are they dabbling with it or they really want it to work? You've got to find out what that means to find out where they are to give them the instruction to match it. Or is it a skill thing or is it a will thing? Does that make sense? If you don't know your new promoter's skill or will, then you're going to have a hard time identifying where they need the coaching to get started. So I'm glad to be on. Glad we could share a little bit. And then share as you guys, as you have experiences with these micro challenges and with these different topics, share them with your team because it can shortcut a bunch of time hassling around trying to find out who's going to do it and who isn't. These are just little things that'll show you rather than wait for somebody to tell you. So bye-bye.
Thanks for listening to Prove It's Playbook Podcast. If you enjoy better and want to learn more about championing the ketone conversation, join us next week for more tips, hacks, and game plans. We're putting you in, coach.